welcome to this week's Connect Life Word Session. My name is Michelle and I'm a pastor at Victory in the Word Outreach in Toronto. In these Word Sessions, it's all about connecting, connecting our lives to the Word of God so that we can live out our faith in really practical ways. Together, we are learning how to stand in truth, triumph over challenges, and thrive in purpose releasing the sound of victory as we go. So welcome. I'm going to read today from Psalm 34, the first six verses. It says, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me and he freed me from all of my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. In my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all of my troubles. Today's kingdom truth that I want to share with you is this. My words can either deliver me or imprison me. My words, your words, they can either deliver us or imprison us. This is a powerful kingdom truth that we really need to grab hold of because when we look at our lives, Sometimes we see things happen and we wonder, how did that happen? <laughs> Why is that the case? Or maybe you've seen a cycle reoccurring in your life or the life of your family and wonder how it's so. There are many factors that could be at work, but one of the things that we must be aware of is that our words help to shape the reality that we live in, the world that we inhabit and helps to determine the quality of life that we experience. You know, God has a great plan for each one of us. He desires that we prosper and that we thrive in life and really experience the great inheritance that he has for us in Jesus. But with all that God has for us and all that he desires for us, we have such a powerful role in shaping that reality by the words that we speak. So let's break it down a little bit. In these verses of scripture, we get to see the inside workings of a man named David. Now David did great things in the Bible. He was one of the most well-known kings and he was such a special character in the whole Bible narrative. But he was like us, you know, he made mistakes. He didn't always do the right things. He was like, he's a man like we have men in this world. And we get to see David at this particular time in his life where he is on the run. Now he's not on the run because he's committed a crime. He's on the run because God's favor is on his life. You see, God gave him a calling to be a king and this is not something that other people decided or they said, oh, we want David. No, God is one who said it. And God's anointing on his life attracted 
some negativity from other people. And so he's had to run from his persecutor and he, he's going into caves and hiding. And at this time in his life, he finds himself surrounded by his enemies. His plan of escape is to pretend that he has a mental health condition. And when he pretends to be not in his right mind, his enemies realize that he's not a threat and they let him go. And these are the words that are recorded of David saying these praises unto God for delivering him out of this particular circumstance of his life. And we see some things in these verses that can be applied to our lives in the 21st century that will help us to be able to walk in victory and to release the sound of victory in every season of our lives. So first, we recognize that David is communicating. He's using his voice, he's using his words to say something. So I mean, that's very basic, but we're gonna start there. So David is speaking, he is saying, he is talking. We, we read in the scriptures, he says, I will praise, I will speak, I will boast, let us tell, exalt his name, and twice he says, I prayed. So David is expressing his inner world outside. This is very, very important because sometimes when we are going through difficult situations, we keep things bottled up. We don't learn how to articulate how we're really feeling. And that is so much part of the way to navigate through the situation. So David used his words. He communicated. He didn't let what was going on just stay inside he released it. Secondly, and this is very, very important to connect to the first point, that David knew the object of his communication. He says, I will praise the Lord, and then I will speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together, and I prayed to God. I prayed to the Lord. I looked to God. And this is something that is so important for us to learn in life. Now, it's not to say that David didn't talk to other people or he did not, you know, release what was in his heart to other people because David would have had friends and he was married. So, of course, he's going to communicate to others. But David's first person of communication was always God, whether he was happy and excited, he would praise God because he knew that it was God who was bringing him through. If he was sad and going through a difficult time, he would pour out his heart to God. So God was always the first person that David communicated with. And what I see in that part of scripture is that we are so blessed as children of God because not only does God know about every situation, every moment that we walk through. He knows everything that's happening to us. But additionally, God knows us. Let me explain to you what I mean by that. God knows my triggers. He knows what makes me happy, what makes me sad. He knows what's gonna make me wanna feel to, to burn down a building, like to get to that kind of rage, right? He knows what makes me tick. So to 
navigate a situation well so that I can walk in victory and not have that situation take me over or redefine who I am, I have to communicate with God. I have to walk with God because he will tailor make my pathway to freedom because he knows me intimately. And the same for you. God knows everything about you, your idiosyncrasies, those things that irk you. He knows the things that you hide from others and the things that you hide from yourself. And if there's anybody who would be able to help you walk through life and navigate the, the ups and the downs, the challenges and the triumphs would be God. So please communicate with God. Release everything to him because he can handle it. And the next thing I want us to look at is that David communicated in the different parts of the journey. Whether he was really happy, I will boast, I will praise, I will sing, I will declare. Or he is, I'm praying to God because he needs deliverance. He needs healing. He needs to, be es to escape a situation. Whatever aspect of the journey, whatever season of life he is in, David communicates with God. When you're going through your darkest moments, talk to God. When you are on the mountaintop and everything is great, still talk to God because he is there to be part of every moment of our lives. God is right where you are. And as we prioritize talking to him, communicating to him, praying, and also acknowledging his goodness, praising him, we also build ourselves up because ultimately, the situations that we go through in life are not to destroy us, but to teach us to be resilient, to build within us the character of Jesus, that we would love like him, that we would serve like him, that we would have joy and peace like he does. So even in the midst of the most darkest moment, God is still doing a work in each and every one of us if we would be aware of it and surrender to his plan. Lastly, we see the results of David speaking to God, David communicating to God. And this one here, where I want to land on today, really is just so juicy. And it, I pray that it would help you in your journey. Because it says, you know, he, he cries out to the Lord. He, he prays the Lord and God answers him and frees him from all his fears. And that's so powerful because it doesn't mean that the situation changes all the time. Sometimes you're instantly delivered out of a, a difficult moment. Sometimes it takes a little while. You have to journey through it. So when he says he is delivering him from all his fears, it's not an external thing primarily. It's an internal thing. As we use our words to, to, to speak to God, to communicate to God, to speak what God is saying about us in a situation, we are delivering ourselves from the mental, emotional, and internal prisons. We are saying that we are not going to let this define us. We are going to rise up and experience the quality of life that God says is ours. So God delivered him from all his fears. And then it says, those who look to God for help will be radiant with joy 
So you're looking to God, your face is not going to be radiant right away because you're, you're distressed, you're in despair. But once you turn to God and really set your attention, your affection on him, his joy will so reflect off of you that you will become radiant with joy. I just think that is so great. He wants us to even look good as we go through challenges. And the second part of that sentence is that we will be radiant with joy. Why? Because no shadow of shame will darken our faces. And as we go through life, all of us do things that we're not proud of. And there is an element of shame that can come upon our lives that can stop us, keep us from moving forward to say that we are not worthy of more of better because of what we have done. And I love this definition by Brené Brown. And she says, I define shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of being that believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging because of something that we've experienced or something that has done, has been done to us. So because of what we have gone through, we, we, we take on this feeling of unworthiness. I, I don't deserve what God has for me. I don't deserve to become what God has called me to be. And that is not true. As we look to God, as we communicate to, communicate to our Heavenly Father, He is going to take that shame away internally and set us free. God doesn't want us to downgrade our greatness on the inside, our essence, because of what we have done in the past. So let that set you free. And it says, in my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened and he saved me from all my troubles. Yes, in this instance, David was delivered. But guess what? What If you read on, he finds himself in other situations. So when we come out of one, that doesn't mean that we'll never have challenges again. But as we go through them and we continue to communicate with God, communicating with him, with our words, speaking what he has said, looking to him, we are freeing ourselves on the inside that ultimately what happens on the outside does not dictate our internal world. And especially in a time like this, when there are so many pieces colliding, we are going through different things that could cause fear and anxiety and depression. So much more, we need to look to God. We need to communicate with God, hear what he's saying to us from his word, in his word, and then speak those things back to ourselves and in our spaces. Our words can either imprison us or deliver us. We have a choice to make. Our inner worlds is really the place where our reality is defined. And God is with us to help us walk in victory. So thank you so much for listening to today's Connect Life Word session. This is Pastor Michelle from Victory in the Word Outreach. And I'm reminding all of us that our voices, our words can either deliver us or imprison us. It's up to us to choose what we want to do. And I pray, I pray that we would choose freedom. 
And as you go, I pray that you will keep connecting with the Word of God so that you can enjoy life with Jesus every day. Go ahead and subscribe to our channel so that you would have a front row seat to our next Connect Life Word session. Together, we will stand in truth. We will triumph over challenges and we will thrive in purpose, releasing the sound of victory everywhere we go. Be blessed.